Hey guys, I'm Raul Coley and I am Arthur Vader, a weird terrier apparently. My name is Ayanna White, I'm a writer for iZombie. Hi, I'm Molly Hagan, I play Liv's mom on iZombie. And you're listening to the iZombie podcast. Is that really how you're going to sit? Can't you sit up? Sit up? Sit up? You're listening to a season one episode of the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph. We're a fan podcast dedicated to the hit CW show, iZombie. The season one episodes begin and end abruptly, so we hope you'll forgive us. In this episode, Robin, Steph, and previous co-host Ashley introduce themselves months away from the season one premiere and discuss what they're looking forward to. This is interesting. Um, so... This is a show like none of us have seen before, but but um, let me just ask uh, – I'll start with Stephanie. Um, Stephanie, why did you decide to jump on a podcast about a show you've never seen before? Um, okay. I have, I have considered doing this before, but I'm terrified of starting a podcast for a show that turns out to suck. <laughs> But when you tell me Rob, uh, Rob Thomas mm-hmm. is the uh, creator, I, I'm on board because I think it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I it, think so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, uh, Rob Thomas, uh, if people don't know, is the uh, creator. Not the uh, singer. Not the singer. <laughs> uh, though he's been accused of it many, many times uh, or confused about about that. Um, but he is the uh, creator of Veronica Mars. If you haven't heard of Veronica Mars, I, I don't know. You, you haven't been on the Internet. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, uh, Party Down, uh, a star's uh, TV show he did. And uh, Cupid, actually, many years ago. So, uh, Ashley, what, what, actually, what got you uh, interested in this? Well, I do the one for um, The Walking Dead, which you've been on a couple mm-hmm. of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when um, the Emperor came and was like, hey, you want to do another zombie podcast? I was like, hell yeah, I like zombies. <laughs> zombies are my thing. Yes, thank you for answering the call. <laughs> we we definitely needed uh, – I was thinking three of us would be a good thing. That way we can uh, maybe get a guest in every once in a while. Well, that, and then if one person can't you know, make it, it's not yes. like an emergency. Exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, that – that's really the reason why I got into it. I would say um, I wanted to do I, – I, I love genre television. I love talking about, uh, you know, the spooky things uh, that, that happened on – I'd rather talk about that than drama, which I've done before. Um, I, I was one of the hosts of the Fisher cast, the Six Feet Under intro cast. Um, but, uh, I was most recently on the, uh, X-Files intro cast called Interdex. And so I do love, um, talking about genre entertainment. And when you say Rob Thomas, the guy behind Veronica Mars, one of my favorites, um, doing something that he calls, uh, more Buffy than Walking Dead, I am all in because I love some Buffy. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I liked about Veronica Mars was the Buffy similarities yeah the influence there yeah now i did not watch veronica mars i did hear about it but i did not watch it <laughs> so i yes i'm like uh oh <laughs> no well i, I have... didn't watch buffy though i did watch buffy that one i learned i knew awesome you have until the beginning of our uh <laughs> our, our <laughs> coverage of the i zombie tv show to uh, catch up on veronica mars it's only three seasons in a movie you can do it 
Oh, is it, oh, it's only three seasons. Okay, see, I didn't even know that much. I knew there was a movie. I didn't know how many seasons, though. Yep, yep. And the third season's like a short season, isn't it? It's it's almost full length, but yeah. Was that the was, season it got? It, now, was that one canceled, or did it just go away? Yeah, yeah it was canceled because of the writer strike. Mm. Also, it was canceled then. Oh, my. Okay. It would have it been an interesting ri- fourth season, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. It was on the bubble every season. Mm-hmm. But it has a huge cult fan following, and I'm really hoping that that cult fan following is going to go. Ooh, Rob, Zom- Rob, Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie, Rob is uh, doing another. Rob Zombie would be great too. <laughs> Rob Zombie, uh, uh, creator of the I Thomas uh, TV show. Never mind. You'll <laughs> appreciate, hopefully, listeners' lame attempts at humor uh, <laughs> all throughout our podcast. So, yes. Um, I, I think I'm funny, and if you guys laugh, that's you know. <laughs> exactly. That, if, if you think you're funny, I think I'm you're funny. Good. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't know who agrees with me, but I think I'm pretty damn funny. <laughs> um, I'll agree with you. Okay, just to make you feel better. Just to make me feel good about myself. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So this is the Meet the Host episode. So why don't we uh, introduce ourselves? Who wants to go first? Okay. Well, I am Ashley. Um, I have been with a podcast company for about a year now um, with DVM Podcast Empire. I started on The Walking Dead. Um, and now I also do um, Elementary, which comes back, I want to say, October 30th, but I could be lying. Um, and um, also on The Leftovers, which I did this summer, as well as The Last Ship, which I did this summer. Um, and now this. Sweet. Um, or this summer. Yeah, this past summer. Sorry. So, so tell us about yourself. Um, about me, I live in Chicago where it's getting cold now, and I'm not happy. I work at a marketing research company, but went to school for acting, so we'll see how that goes eventually. Oh, nice. Um, and that is about it. <laughs> I have two cats, no kids. <laughs> What's your favorite zombie movie? Movie? Hmm. No, I have more of, I always did more of the TV shows than movies. I'm always more into television series than mm-hmm. movies, so I don't know if I have a favorite movie, but um, a favorite uh, zombie movie, anyhow. But my favorite zombie show so far is The Walking Dead, but we'll see. Maybe this will beat it. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, I don't I, know. I, Not I, sure, but we'll see. It will be a, just a constant uh, war within your conscience as you're watching both shows. Got it. We'll <laughs> or actually, uh, Walking Dead will probably be over with season five by the time we actually get started on our weekly uh, rundown of the episodes. So. Might actually be. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we have no idea really yet. Yep. And after Walking Dead will be done, it'd be like, oh, I have this uh, zombie-sized hole in my life. Oh, I zombie's coming along. Okay. God. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, why don't you tell us, tell everybody about you? Uh, well, I live in Birmingham, Alabama. I work in healthcare. Uh, I got a kid. <laughs> <laughs> she enjoys genre television also. Um, Will Morgan make an appearance on the iZombie podcast at some point, you think? You know, the thing is, she loves The Walking Dead and she, uh, you know, teenagers, Uh teenagers don't, they don't have time for television these days. No, that's good, though. In a way, I mean, you know, in a way, that's kind of good. Yeah, they're busy. So, like, she loves The Walking Dead, but hasn't uh, caught up on it. Mm -hmm. So, I doubt she'll watch this, is what I'm saying. Even though it would, it might be right up her alley, she We'll probably be too busy. Um, my podcasting experience. Um, I used to do a television podcast. 
<laughs> but my co-host got married. Uh, and, uh, well, oh, uh, Robin and I, we kind of did this, uh, it's hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, Potential Cast is a, is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. podcast. Uh, it's a retrospective. I have, uh, my co-hosts have never watched it before, so they're watching it for the first time, so that makes it exciting. Oh, nice. And our, mine and Robin's Angel podcast redemption cast it's on hiatus until we can finish Buffy mm-hmm. we want to devote all of our attention to Angel yeah, yeah. Um, and we actually had a, a podcast together way back in the day that lasted a few months maybe <laughs> called Movie Snobbery yeah we ended up handing off to um, uh, Matt uh, another guy who really was con- a constant feedbacker and we're just like here have the show <laughs> Take it. We're busy. Yeah, we're too busy to watch movies all the time. Yeah, a film podcast you should just be able to completely devote mm-hmm. your time to, and with television yeah. and children and spouses, it just wasn't doable. Yeah, I can give myself to a TV show, but just to yeah. watch like different movies constantly. I can give myself to a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> One hour a week, no big deal. When it's like six to eight life. hours a week. <laughs> Yeah, could devote my life to this series now to these movies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is kind of a new experience for uh, the both of us because we're used. To, we're, we've been doing intro casts, which, like Steph said, these are podcasts where we're covering a series that we love, and then we have um, co-hosts that have never seen the series before, and uh, we. Uh, uh, a lot of us call uh, Steph the, the uh, mother of intro casts because uh, uh, potential cast is really the first time I've ever heard of that kind of format. So, well, I just you know I just stole it from somebody else. It's not an original <laughs> idea. Oh really? Yeah, but don't tell anybody. Uh oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no one will hear this. Um, what's your favorite zombie movie? I don't know. I like Twenty Eight Days Later. Is that yeah. a zombie movie? Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 it's uh, there's constantly uh, uh, debate whether or not it is, but yeah, I, I think it is. Movie. Yeah, it's just a different virus, I guess. Um, cool. All right. Well, that's that. That is Stephanie and uh, myself. My name's Robin. Um, I pretty much work in IT uh, for a, a small publication. I have a wife, I have three kids, I got a teenager, a toddler, and a teeny tiny baby, and uh, all girls, um, so my life is uh, very busy. Um, uh, my, my podcast experience, I've, I've been podcasting since like 2007, um, I've been on several shows, um, and I have guested on, gosh, over 50 at this point. <laughs> Like fifty. Yeah, because you guessed it on um, ours number of t- oh twice I think or three times was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it was three, maybe. You guys are like probably like number fifty-three or something like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Don't jump from one to another. Just kind of you know see what's going on. Yeah. Every- just it, to get it, the feel for all of them. Mm-hmm. It's it's my hobby, and you know I'll pick up a podcast and I'll start listening to it, and then they start calling off for guests, and I'm like, oh, I'll join. <laughs> Um, my favorite zombie movie, gosh, I'd have to go back to like maybe the original Dawn of the Dead, uh, if I wanted like, you know, 
straight up zombie movie. If I wanted something fun, I'd have to pick Shaun of the Dead. So <laughs> Shaun of the Dead, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> awesome. Um, so that's us. Huzzah! The uh, the episode title is fulfilled. Meet the hosts, but we have s- so much other stuff to talk about here. Um, first off, the podcast itself. What are we covering? Why are we starting so early? Well, because we can. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wanted to get a uh, kind of a foothold in the uh, you know get our get ourselves uh, um, heard of or whatever by just kind of talking about Odd Zombie as early as possible. Because honestly, out of San Diego Comic Con, I was really excited about the show and was hoping to talk about it with other people. But um, of course, this this uh, show isn't starting till mid season, so. Um, Possibly, unless something gets canceled in the first six weeks. Yeah, that possibly it could start earlier, but I don't even know. That might be. Fun. I could be lying. I really could be. But, <laughs> but um, until the show uh, it comes out, we're going to be uh, more of a monthly podcast. Um, it's going to be coming out. Hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll time it on um, dvmp.com. Dvmpe.com. I'm new to the DV. DVMPE Empire. <laughs> and uh, uh, so it's going to be tough at first trying to uh, <laughs> spit out all those letters. But uh, yeah, that was my thing too when I first started. Like, I have to say this somehow and I have to like make sure I say it right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm going to say it right. I'm going to say it right. But, I mean, I think I avoided having to say it for a while. Mm-hmm. For the first like few episodes at least. I think almost most of the season I got away without saying it. And then I, at one point I had to say it and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I remember what? I, oh, because I was doing the introduction. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. I was like, oh no. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> at one but, point I think it was for another, yeah, the, the one I did for um, elementary. I finally had to say it. And I'm like, oh God, help me. <laughs> um, we, we are, I, I, I'm, I got to say right now while we're talking about them, um, I'm, I'd like to thank uh, uh, David Voxmullen, uh, Dave Maresca, uh, for getting us, uh, you know, into this, getting me into this, and getting, you know, and by proxy, Steph. Um, <clears throat> very welcoming community, very awesome people. I suggest you check any of the other shows out, um, and I'll just recommend all the ones that Ashley's on right now to, to check out very first. Uh, <laughs> um, also, um, Ian uh, McKinnian, I think. Think guys, McKinnon, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He made an awesome logo for us, and yeah, he did. He does um, for our page, which I saw. Yeah, we have now. And he's going to be making uh, some other graphics for us and and putting us on the site uh, probably by the time this episode goes up. So I just wanted to say thank you to him. <clears throat> I'm a I'm I've been an independent podcaster for uh, about seven years now, so I'm just used to just doing whatever, uh, throwing, uh, copyrighted this and copyrighted that into my podcasts. And, uh, you know, if, if a lawyer calls me, which they never have, um, <laughs> uh, I would, uh, I would immediately take those things down or whatever, but I've never had that problem before. However, uh, TV MPE is more of a reputable podcast venture. And, uh, I, I definitely want to, uh, make sure to follow that. So, as a result, it, it, it's so cool that Ian is putting in this work to um, give us some like original uh, stuff that we can put out to just kind of show off our podcast. So thanks again to Ian. So yeah, like I said, monthly podcast. We were we are going to be uh, just covering any news uh, about iZombie, 
But uh, in the meantime, I'm kind of a person, and I, I think, Steph, you're kind of like this too, uh, where something's coming up and it's based on – it's being adapted from something else and you just have to devour the entire thing to get yourself ready for <laughs> for uh, what's coming up. So like, for instance, Gone Girl is coming out to theaters uh, next month. I am I, – I definitely read that book. Um, but – um, for iZombie, of course, it's based on a comic book series uh, written by Chris Robertson and uh, with artwork by Mike Allred. Um, never read it before. so Yeah, I definitely want to read the comic because I have no idea what to expect. <laughs> and I want to have a, you know, a general idea. See, now that's the thing. When I, when I know there's a book or something based on something, I'm like, okay. I feel like I need to know what's going to happen before I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm always tempted to read to figure it out, too. The best part about this is from interviews I've seen with the people behind iZombie, they've taken the general premise mm-hmm. uh, and made it into a show. They're not adapting this comic book. Um, okay. That's okay. Even the lead's, lead character's name is different. Her name in the comic is Gwen Dillon, like Gwendolyn. <laughs> and... Um, the uh, character in the TV show is uh, uh, Olivia Moore, or Liv Moore. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I still wanted to read the comic, and I was like, "Well, how about I just hold off on that?" And you know, if we do this Eye Zombie podcast, maybe we can just read it together and uh, make it more of a, a almost a read along with listeners. Listeners can give us some feedback on what they think about the comic. Um, so. There are four trades um, for the comic. Uh, the first trade is called uh, Dead to the World. They're about $11, $12 on Amazon. Um, I can, you can buy them on Comixology or whatever. They're about seven issues each for the trade. So, yeah, every month we're going to be getting together and uh, reading about the trades. And so our first episode um, covering that will be in November and it will be for Volume 1, Dead to the World. So that's kind of what we're doing. Then it'll be hopping to weekly as soon as uh, the, show the show comes on. Going. Yeah. Now I'm getting more excited now, now that we're here, like, doing this. For some yeah. reason, I'm excited all of a sudden. Like, yeah. <laughs> Even though I, have, I still have no idea what's going to be going on, I'm very mm-hmm. excited. And if the show gets renewed, I was thinking maybe doing, like, a bi-weekly thing over the summer. Keep telling you guys about what news we've heard about iZombie, anything coming up in season two. There's all news. Yeah, but also like uh, maybe talking about a zombie movie in the vein of iZombie. I don't want to do like a Night of the Living Dead for this. This is a fun show. I want to do like a Shaun of the Dead. I want to talk about uh, Life After Beth, things like that. So if it gets renewed, we'll probably still be a presence in your life uh, throughout the summer. I hate taking breaks from podcasts. If it doesn't, then we're not about that. No. Yeah, exactly. If it, if it doesn't, we'll, you'll, you'll get one last episode of us going, oh, it was so good. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Of me screaming, I'm going to call and complain, and then I'll call and complain <laughs> over the podcast. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, people... If you want to find us, we are at dvmpe.com. We are on the Twitter. Uh, we are at twitter.com slash iZombiePodcast. You can email us at iZombiePodcast at gmail.com. And we also have a Facebook page. If you search for iZombiePodcast, you will find us pretty much everywhere that we are <laughs> available. 
Um, yeah. So that's it for um, what our podcast is going to be about. Um, here is the bulk of what I have here, and that is what we've learned. It's more going to be like what I've learned. Uh, yes. And then you can, then we will, after you tell us, we will have learned that also. Yes. <laughs> so that'd be fun because, uh, you know, yes, and react to it appropriately. You could be like, oh, or oh. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be more oh, yeah, of the first. Hopefully, yeah, we're, we're really hoping it's more of the first, but you know. <laughs> um, I'll start off with the official description that was uh, sent by the CW. Um, kind of a lengthy one, but I'll work my way through it, hopefully without tripping over my tongue too much. Okay, here we go. Uh, from the CW. Uh, Olivia Livmore was a rosy-cheeked, disciplined, overachieving medical resident who had her life path completely mapped out until the night she attended a party that unexpectedly turned into a zombie-feeding frenzy. As one of the newly undead, Liv is doing her best to blend in and look as human as possible. Her appearance now passes for goth, with shockingly pale skin and nearly white hair, and her demeanor has gone from exuberant to exhausted. The change in Liv is baffling to her mother, her former fiancé, Major, and her best friend and roommate, Peyton, who still has the high-energy type A personality that Liv has completely abandoned. Despite her post-traumatic ennui, uh, Liv has devised a way to resist her baser urges to devour fresh human brains. She's taken a job in the Seattle coroner's office. In this appropriately dead-end job, Liv can secretly snack on the brains of the many Jane and John Doe corpses that make a final stop in the morgue. Despite carefully covering her tracks, Liv's boss, Dr. Ravi Chakrabarti, yes, you guys will have to learn how to pronounce that too, um, <laughs> discovers her secret and is surprisingly excited about the scientific possibilities. Even with her boss's enthusiasm, Liv remains resigned to an eternity without hope or purpose until she realizes that with every brain she consumes, she retains a portion of that person's memories. Liv begins to experience visions from the point of view of the murder victims. Much to the surprise of Dr. Ravi and homicide detective Clive Babineau, Liv often has detailed knowledge of crime scenes and motives that she can't easily explain. Posing as a psychic, she works with Detective Babineau to investigate these crimes and discover who is responsible. It's not the same as being alive again, but at least Liv can find purpose in her undead existence by helping Clive solve the murders of those who are indeed fully dead. Hmm. Hmm. So how, about how about them apples? What do you guys think? <laughs> that is not what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let, let's do that first. What, what were you expecting? I have no idea. But not that. <laughs> I knew in some way we were gonna they were gonna have to find a way for it to be case of the week procedural. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it has to be yeah, different like that. Um I'd like to talk about the shows that this reminds me of <laughs> right Okay, because it doesn't remind me of anything. Really? How about no. how about psych? <laughs> Person uh, posing as a psychic solving murders. Okay. Yeah. Um, Rob Thomas said that he might have to send a check to uh, Brian Fuller because of uh, Pushing Daisies. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was – I watched that one. That one was a good one. It's another person discovering things because of uh, death or whatever. Um, actually, it's funny. I'm probably the only person um, who read the description and thought of this show because nobody thinks about this show anymore. But True Calling uh, starring uh-huh. Eliza Dushku. She would. Uh, she was a person who worked in a morgue, 
uh, with uh, Zach Galifianakis, actually. Um, and uh, she would see the corpse, and then she, the corpse would actually uh, wake up for a moment and say, help me. And oh, then she yeah. would get a rush of the person's previous day in her mind. Wasn't that cool? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. It was, it was I don't know, it, it it was getting into some pretty heavy mythology in the season two, and then it got um, canceled. That's <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. I like, you know, like a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is getting really good. Oh, it's oh, canceled. Darn. Well, thanks. Nobody sense. else is paying attention. It was getting really good. No. <laughs> um, okay, so here is our cast. I'm going to tell you the characters and what the characters are all about. Of course, you heard most of it, but then I'll tell you about uh, the actors playing them. First, we have Olivia Livmore, our heroine. Um, she is played by Rose McIver. Um, I know her from Masters of Six. Yeah, and she, I really like the actress. She yeah. plays a character named Vivian Scully, I guess. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Oh, yeah. Her uh, father was the boss of Dr. Masters, who was played by Bo Bridges. Mm-hmm. And she yeah, played a candy striper. And then she was uh, engaged to the guy from Heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have here, she's a... Uh, New Zealand accent, uh, actress, so you'll hear that accent uh, not in the show, but in all the interviews she does, it's kind of funny. Um, she uh, was in The Lovely Bones, playing Susie Salmon, Susie Salmon's uh, big sister, Lindsay. Maybe she was her little sister? I can't remember. She was in Power Rangers RPM, playing Summer, the Yellow Ranger. Mm. Oh. <laughs> she was Tinkerbell in Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. Wait, let me think now. Now I'll know once upon a time. Yeah, okay. Tinkerbell, yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. And um, she's also going to be in the web series that just got started on the CWC called Play It Again Dick, which is a uh, uh, kind of a spinoff of Veronica Mars or meta version of that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I have to catch up with this one. <laughs> she says, I looked at her IMDb and. Uh, she has two roles in that show. Uh, uh, one's called Skank with Attitude, and the other's called Horny Mourner. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, they said about her, she's the last girl of a thousand that came in to read, and they shackled themselves to her. That's uh, Rob Thomas said. And she said in an interview that she's treating her character as a crossover between Buffy and Angel. Um, she said she'll eat the brains, but only if the person's dead. She's an ethical zombie. Um but she wants to, you know, be also portraying basically a mid twenties woman who's having an identity crisis. If you take all the supernatural elements out of it, that's that's what she's kind of. Yeah, and I think Rob Thomas can do the funny and heavy emotional stuff mm-hmm. too. The part of Buffy that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, our next character is Blaine De Beers, played by David Anders. All right. I like him. <laughs> he was another uh, reason why I was like, oh, my God, I got to watch this show. David Anders, guys. Um, have uh, either of you watched Alias before? Yes. Yes. There you go. Uh, Mr. And Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Same. Yeah. He played John Gilbert on Vampire Diaries. I was not – like everything after Mr. Sark, I'm never like a fan of how – they use David Anders, who is usually mm-hmm. very 
can be very sinister and uh, kind of funny at the same time. And I'm like, oh, yes, he's going to be playing, like, the big bad of iZombie. So, perfect. <laughs> um, he was also on Once Upon a Time playing Dr. Whale or Victor Frankenstein, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, uh, again, Wasted in Heroes playing um, Takizo Kenzie, who ends up being a guy named Adam Monroe. Um <laughs> So now, what is his character? His character's name is Blaine De Beers. Um, he is. Give me some names. I'm gonna have to write these names down when the yeah. show starts because I'm gonna be like, okay. <laughs> um, f- uh, people who are um, fans of Party Down, which is a show, which is a Rob Thomas show that I haven't watched all the way through, and I plan to actually catch up with before the, the iZombie show starts and I feel bad but um, apparently there was a guy whose last name was De Beers on Party Down um, and he was played by oh yeah um, played by Martin Starr uh, his name was Roman De Beers mm-hmm. and one of the producers of, of uh, iZombie Diane Ruggiero who's also one of the producers of Party Down says she'd love it if uh Roman guested and met his cousin Blaine and Blaine ate his brain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it says here about Blaine, he's a rich, drug-dealing, evil zombie. He deals a drug called... That is so cool that they're like zombies that do things. I think that's my favorite thing about this so far. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He deals a drug called Utopia. Um, First time we see him, he's dealt this drug to uh, live. And this drug might have something to do with the zombie outbreak. And he actually becomes a zombie at the same time that Liv does. But unlike Liv, he embraces it. He becomes, well, the big bad. (laughs) Okay, so she is trying to hold on to her humanity. Mm -hmm. And he is, okay, full-fledged zombie. I've got something about zombie rules uh, coming up after. Okay. Um, But they said about him, the producer said they would kill for David Anders and realized after casting that they had really just been writing this role for him all along. He says it's, quote unquote, a no-brainer to do this show. (laughs) Um, And he says he's really looking forward to it because he's never been allowed to be funny in previous roles. So... Mm. Yeah, so that's going to be nice to be able to do something he hasn't done in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Ravi Chakrabarti. <laughs> Can you guys say Chakrabarti? Chakrabarti, did I say that right? Nailed it! Yeah! I'm going to totally forget how to say that like, <laughs> in the next three seconds, but Chakrabarti. I have, I have a feeling when we're, uh, when we're discussing the show, it's just going to be constantly Dr. Ravi, Dr. Ravi, and forget about the last name. It's that guy. I mean, you know that guy, right? Yeah, him. He's the morgue doctor. He becomes Liv's boss. He's the only one who uh, knows Liv's secret. Um, he's played by Rahul Kohli. Um, he has a very tiny IMDb page. He guested on EastEnders. He's mostly known for uh, being a British stage actor. And this is his first work in the States. And uh, they said he's the find of the century. Ah. Um, and he's really cool. Um He's he's a big geek. He's you see his Twitter page. It's all about like video games he's playing. Um, next character is Detective Clive Babineau. Um, he is a rookie, rookie homicide cop. They, he said um, it, it, well, it's played by Malcolm Goodwin, um, who was in Leatherheads, American Gangster, Miracle at Saint Anna, 
I knew him from Breakout Kings, which is a series that no one watched but me, but it was a spinoff of Prison Break. Um, he played one of the... They basically had like prisoners who would help solve crimes. And um, he played uh, Shade Daniels. He was also recently on House of Cards um, and True Blood. And um, uh, Mr. Goodwin also follows us on Twitter. So mm-hmm. if you're listening, Malcolm... Is that right? Yeah. He was in an episode of Elementary. Uh, oh, Elementary, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, yes. There you go. I'm looking at the cast list now, too, because I want to see. Nice. Um, so he said in an interview that uh, Clive Clive wants to be a badass, but hasn't earned the swagger yet. Uh, they said that um, he said that to prepare for the for Clive, he was told that the character was part Cleavon Little from Blazing Saddles, part Jordan Peele from Key and Peele, and part Shaft. Okay. So, so he says, I get to wear a lot of turtlenecks and shoulder holsters. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, our next character, uh, this guy's awesome. If you ever catch an interview with uh, Robert Buckley, who plays Major Lily White, uh, check it out. He's he's a really cool guy. Robert Buckley was on um, Orange Tree Hill oh, back there you go. today. Mm-hmm. That is one of the things that he's known for. Um, 666 Park Avenue was the last <laughs> thing he was doing. He was in that. He was in Lipstick Jungle at one time. I'm reading his yes, yep. list of movies here. He was in um, American Heiress. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When a killer calls. When was it really? Well, I, have to, I have to rewatch that and see. <laughs> I just don't, didn't know he was in that. He's also going to be in Play It Again, Dick, as a character named Gaston. So <laughs> I'm sure. Nice. That's awesome. He'll be a very pompous character. Um, he played Major Lily White is the former fiance of Liv's who they were together for eight years. They were going to get married, and suddenly she broke breaks up with him. Hmm, I wonder why. Um, so uh, the name Major Lily White, by the way, <laughs> uh, Major is the name of a cute guy that uh, producer Diane Rogerio had a crush on in high school, and Lily White was uh, the last name of one of Rob Thomas's favorite collegiate football players. And I looked that up, and I, I think he's talking about Verl Lily White, who was um, at USC and was on the 49ers. But. Yeah, I, I knew it sounded like a football name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And since he's a former football player, they just kind of gave him that. Um, he said in an interview, the character has changed a bit from its first inception. It was going to be an environmental engineer. Now he's a social worker. Um, what stayed the same is that he's Liv's ex-fiance and a former college football player. That in, that informs the character a bit. I started going through all my ex-girlfriend's old text messages, started standing outside their windows at night, heavily breathing. He says, I'm the Daniel Day-Lewis of mediocre acting. <laughs> I'm the Daniel Day-Lewis of mediocre acting. I, that's kind of neat. I like that. I like that. I'm the Daniel Day-Lewis of mediocre acting. So funny. Um, our next person is uh, Peyton Charles, uh, Liv's best friend and roommate, which actually just had a uh, recasting. Um, she was supposed to be like a regular on the show, um, but she got recast, and I think she's going to be more of a reoccurring uh, person. So, yeah, her her uh, Peyton comes up in the official description. It seems like she's to be a major part of the show, but I don't know. Um, she was played by Alexandra Crossney, who was in Last Man Standing, but uh, got replaced uh, by Ali Machalka. Um, from Phil of the Future. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah that's, that's right. I was like, where was she from? I knew she was from something. Wasn't she in that movie, The Roommate, too? She was like I don't know. the friend of the girl that 
We had this crazy roommate. The girl tried to kill her. Yes. I know, I know the weirdest right. random yeah. movies, which y'all are going to kind of start to realize as we go on through this. You're going to be like, I know the most random. I'm going to keep a pit, pad of paper ready to write all these down. Because people are going to be like, what <laughs> name of Christ is that? <laughs> um, she was an easy A with Emma Stone. Oh, that too. Yes. And uh, her last CW gig was starring in the short-lived uh, cheerleader drama Hellcats. Yeah, that was good too. That was kind of good. I liked that. Um, yeah, I checked the first episode out because I'm a big Smallville fan, and Tom Welling, the guy who played Clark Kent, went on to produce the show after he left after Smallville was over with. So then I realized ah, this is not my thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is uh, this recasting. There was like a big um, uh, to do at San Diego Comic Con because. I zombie was everywhere. It was on all the bags. It was it, this, the posters were all over the place, and uh, they were going to show the pilot um, at Comic Con. But then this actress and the next actress I'm going to be talking about got recast. Her their scenes were still in the pilot, so they didn't have like those scenes reshot. So they ended up just kind of showing an extended trailer. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the next character and last character I'll talk about is Eva Moore, and that's just Liv's mother. Um, she was going to be played by Molly Hagen. Or wait, no, excuse me. She was going to be played by Nora Dunn, uh, who's from SNL. Mm-hmm. She was replaced by Molly Hagen. Um, and if anybody remembers this, she was the voice of sensitivity in Herman's head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but she's... she's very long career after. I mean, some kind of wonderful. Uh, Six Feet Under, Unfabulous, Red State, Masters of Sex, Rectify. Like, those are all shows she's been on and movies. Um, so, yeah, um, let's see. Uh, quickly run down writers, producers Rob Thomas, Diane Ruggiero, um, who everybody in interviews says Diane is the zombie expert on the show. <laughs> like, if you need a zombie question answered, go to Diane. Um, and Dan Etheridge, they all were um, producers and writers on Cupid, Veronica Mars, and Party Down. Um, mm-hmm. We also have Gloria Kellitz, who was a writer on How I Met Your Mother, Rules of Engagement, Devious Maids, and uh, Mixology. Um, Deidre Mangan, who wrote uh, her last show was Do No Harm. And I uh, want to say hi to Deidre. She follows us on Twitter as well. Uh, Deirdre. Sorry, Deirdre. I pronounced your name wrong. John Bellina. Um, no credits, but follows us on Twitter, I just gotta say, as well as Graham Norris. No credits, follows us on Twitter. Hello, writers! Hopefully you're listening, and hopefully you're enjoying our ramblings. Um, (laughs) And come on our show! We want to talk to you. Um, And a little bit of guest casting has been announced. Um, Judy Reyes from Scrubs and Devious Maids um, will be guesting as... Lola Abano, uh, artsy bohemian who becomes the prime suspect when her artist husband is murdered. And um, Rob Thomas has talked again and again about getting Veronica Mars alumni to guest. And uh, they've written a guest role uh, for a future episode that they just keep calling him Ryan Hansen. <laughs> just because they want him on the show. Um, okay, so about this show, I have history. I've got all sorts of facts. I'll run, run through them as quickly as possible. Um, Rob Thomas said he was developing a zombie apocalypse series a few years ago, 
scheduled some pitches and was all ready to get started when the front page of Variety read, Frank Darabont sells Walking Dead to AMC. <laughs> Oh, goodness. He was just like, shit. And that is where it continues to stay, folkers. <laughs> yeah. So he had to trash that one. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, So the head of Warner Brothers Development came to him with this uh, comic book, iZombie, and asked him to develop it. He said, what we need is um, another great female lead for the CW. They need another Buffy. They need another Veronica. Um, and... Uh, then she basically, this person put the iZombie comic book on Rob Thomas's desk and was just like, this is it. This is the one. Um, he said, at the time I was editing the Veronica Mars movie, I had already sold a couple pilots. I said no, and she wouldn't take no for an answer. She kept coming back to me and finally just won the war. I said, okay, I'll write it. And then brought on um, frequent collaborator Diana, Diane Ruggiero to write with him. Um, he says he wants it more like Buffy than Veronica was like Buffy. He wants fun zombie moments. Um, does not want zombie f- solves a murder each week. He, he wants a real zombie. Zombie solves a murder each week. <laughs> yeah. that, that in itself would have been a great title. Zombie <laughs> yeah. solves a murder each week. <laughs> yeah, but you know, people worry it's going to be more of a procedural. He says he wants a mythology. He wants zombie storylines. He wants um, he wants continuity. Um, uh, the zombie plotlines of Liv discovering why she can track the disease, searching for a zombie cure, um, and also trying to stop a possible zombie apocalypse from even happening. Um, In the comic, there are other monsters involved. I'm I'm just taking from the titles alone. One of the trades is called You Vampire. I, Zombie, You Vampire. Um, But he said that for now, he's not doing any other monsters in the show. So that's going to be like straight up for now, though. One of the, yeah, for now. Which means that in the future, possibly, maybe, sort of. Yeah. Possibly, maybe, sort of. We'll see. The zombie rules. Here we go. Okay. Rob says, zombies inherit the memories of the person who whose brains they eat, but it's always oh, an extreme moment. Um, for right. example, in episode one, Liv gets to experience how the murder victim was thrown off the roof of a building. Um. Also, zombies inherit the traits of the person whose brains they eat. He said in episode three, Liv eats brains of a sociopath, becomes a bit sociopathic. But in the same app, she eats the brains of a trivia champion and starts sounding like Cliff Clavin from Cheers. Um, he says, I kind of point to more like a, a one good trait and one bad trait each episode. Um, now, if she stops eating, um, they go from basically a fully functional person to uh, basically devolving into a um, prototypical, slow-moving, dim-witted, and decaying zombies that they call in the writer's room the Romeros. (laughs) Mm. Um, But also, um, I mean, but first before they devolve into the Romeros, I'm trying to get these all straight, first before they devolve into that... um, what happens with Liv is that when she doesn't eat brain, she gets rabid, which means she just gets this high adrenaline. She can't switch it off. Um, and That's she's, that awful. Yeah. She's got to monitor herself like insulin. She gets circles under her eyes. Um, the, 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 her eyes get um, darker, bright red, and all veiny, kind of like Vampire Diaries, I guess. Um, and Rose McIver says... 
She's been eating a lot of fake brains right now while filming. Her new best friend is the spit bucket. She never <laughs> eats the brains. She spits, pops some gum in, and moves on. The brain recipes are being experimented with. One's kind of sweet, like a saccharine icing kind of thing. The thing is, though, you still look at that and you see brains. Yeah. So still brains. Like, you know what I mean? Even though, obviously, it's not that, it's still that. She said so the other still- one is like a like a soy protein product, like like a tofu or something. So, oh, ew. Gross. Mm. Um, finally, similarities to the comic book. Um, so in the comic book, we have Gwen Dillon, who's a grave digger in an uh, eco-friendly cemetery and a zombie detective. And then once a month, she has to eat a brain um, to keep from going, you know, full zombie <laughs> um, and to keep her own memories intact. Um, and then she, her mind gets crowded with dead people's thoughts and she feels compelled to fulfill their final requests. And it says here in the comic description, torn between a mysterious mummy and a dashing young monster hunter, Gwen is set for adventures beyond imagination, a were terrier, a swinging sixties ghost, and a pack of paintball plasting vampires complete the cast of I zombie. So look forward to that guys. That is going to be something. (laughs) What's the name of the first issue for this comic book? Um, the first trade is called uh, Dead to the World. Dead to the World. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, let's see. So the similarities to the comic, they said, is essential characters, a woman in her mid-20s, inherits the memories of brains, blah, blah, blah. Um, they said that there's a lake massacre in the pilot that is kind of an inspiration from some sort of lake massacre that ends in the sh- ends up in the show. Uh, he said there's going to be things from the comics that creep in, but yeah, no no wear terrier, no 60s ghost best friend. <laughs> um, there's something called an undersoul and an oversoul that shows up in the comic, and he says, maybe that's season three. <laughs> um, Rose McIver says she read the comic books. Um, she says the similarities include like uh, the sense of humor that the comic has, the sarcasm in Gwen's voice, and the struggle with identity. Um, Robert Buckley, who plays Major, says he's a huge comic book fan, says he loves image comics like Saga and Sex Criminals, and as he got older, he gravitated toward the darker stuff, so he likes Daredevil and Batman. He says, before audition, he ran and bought the first two trades of iZombie and discovered his character, Major, wasn't in it. (laughs) (laughs) So he says... He's happy, though, because it's like a blank canvas. He's dying. He's been dying to be in a comic book adaptation. He says, there was this part of me that was like, ah, I'm, in, I'm still in the DC family, but I'm not like Aquaman or anything. So that's a bummer. <laughs> that is a bummer. <laughs> so, yeah, that's everything. That's all my, oh, gosh, I made it. Um, that's all the news I've collected, and hopefully there'll be less and less news in between the episodes. This is all the stuff I've been collecting since uh, July or so. So, um, anything else, guys? I mean, before we go, um, actually, no. I mean, that's about it for me. I'll start reading the comics, so I'll have a lot more to say the next Yay. time. Yep. Um, so next time on the iZombie podcast, we'll be talking about. Uh, officially for the first iZombie trade pack paperback Death of the World. This collects iZombie comics 1 through 5. I guess I was wrong earlier. Um, as well as a quick story from House of Mystery Halloween annual number 1. 
which by the way that's what starts off the trade is this like quick story and so you're like what is going on and then it actually gets into the real comic after so just be aware of that um where you can find this you can go to vertigo's site um you can buy a reprint of iZombie for a dollar if you wanted to <laughs> well number one at least um and I think it's a dollar on Comixology. You can buy the trade on Amazon, 12 to 15 bucks, like I said before. I'm just repeating things, so I'm going to say, <laughs> see you later, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> see you next what month. happens when you get too excited. We start repeating things. But we'll see you guys, what, next month? Yep, next month. Uh, next hopefully, month. you're beginning in November. Thank you for listening to the Season 1 episode of the Eyes on Me podcast with Robin and Steph. Our podcast logo is designed by D. Sheehan. You can find her work at behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. We posted that link, as well as others, on our home on the web, eyesombiepodcast.com. There you'll find links to our Twitter and Facebook pages. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash eyesombiepodcast. Finally, send your feedback in to eyesombiepodcast at gmail.com. The Eyes Zombie Podcast with Robin and Steph is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it all you like as long as you link it back to us. But please, do not change it or sell it or trade it for brains unless you're going to give us some. And remember, a mind is a terrible thing to taste. <laughs>